0: Aim Your Brain podcast. I'm Dr. Liz Rook. I'm a certified life coach and rheumatologist, and I'm here to show you how I combine science, coaching, and psychology to solve stress and worry for me. And now I want to show you how you can do the same to enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. It's time to stop struggling and have more fun. Let's do this. Hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's podcast. I want to thank you for being a listener, and I wanna celebrate that we've hit over 2,000 downloads for the Reclaim Your Brain podcast. And thank you because I could not have done this without you. I truly feel that as we reclaim our brains, our stress goes down, our health improves, our relationships improve, our entire lives are transformed, so that we can thrive in every arena. And I'm so excited that you're here with me. Today, I wanna talk about something that's been near and dear to my heart for a long time because I am a stubborn Italian woman (laughs) and I'm pretty fiery. I get defensive easily and I've really worked on that part of myself so that I can show up as someone I'm proud of in every interaction, no matter how unexpected. And so today I want to talk about how we react when we feel attacked or when someone's yelling at us or when we're criticized or when something happens that we just don't like and we're in kind of that fight or flight mode and we come out swinging. So I want you to consider each of these examples and whether this has happened to you and how you tend to react. So what if your husband or your kid or someone at work is yelling at you? My husband occasionally will get fiery, and we butt heads, not frequently, but occasionally, and we both are not afraid to yell. And when he's yelling at me, my tendency is to go full-on reaction, full-on come out swinging, and start saying things and attacking him, which is something that's not productive, obviously. But I've learned over time that when he is upset, and he's fired up, and he starts raising his voice... That's my cue to slow down and decide how I want to respond instead of reacting. So I'm gonna give you a couple more examples and we're gonna talk about how to do this. So say someone insults you or calls you a name or gives you a bad review at work. I've talked to a few colleagues lately who have had this happen at work in the past few weeks and it's really disturbing because when someone doesn't like us, we often feel attacked, and sometimes that criticism goes internally, and then we spend time beating ourselves up, wondering what we did wrong, why they don't like us, and basically continuing the abuse, but internally. And obviously, we're not doing this consciously, but it still happens, so I would like to bring your awareness to it, because if you're doing this, you can change this, and it will change your entire outlook and perspective on life, as well as how you move through the world. It's much more peaceful, much more calm when you're not mentally beating yourself up for something that someone else said or did. And then the last example is someone tells you that you're making a bad decision or doing something wrong. I've had situations at work before in my career as a physician where I've been told that I wasn't working hard enough or I wasn't living up to expectations, And that automatically put me on the defensive to try to prove my worth to them, even when it wasn't my fault at all. Maybe I didn't have the support in place, or maybe their perspective was just flawed because they weren't seeing the value of my work. And so in a nutshell, when we feel attacked or unsafe, we tend to react from our primitive, aka emotional brain. Our rational, logical, loving, and calm brain goes offline temporarily, and our primitive lizard brain says, here, hold my margarita. I'm going to take care of this one, (laughs) and I'm going to knock it out the park, right? And that's when we know we're not going to be showing up as the best version of ourselves or resolving a conflict or moving ourselves forward in a productive way. It's basically our fight or flight mode is kicking in, which creates stress and conflict inside us that we then expel externally. Another example of how this comes up is when we're feeling really tired or really stressed out or really upset, like we're grieving over something or we're worried or we're really anxious or we're coming up against a big change and we're not sure what's going to happen. So when uncertainty comes up, we tend to have a lower threshold to react instead of respond. And I wanna create this distinction. When we're reacting, it's from our emotional brain. Our rational, logical brain is not involved. There are thoughts that happen, but they're usually default thoughts like, that's not right, I'm feeling attacked, and we come out swinging, right? We're in a defensive posture, and it's fight or flight mode, it's go time, we're defending our lives, or at least our primitive brain thinks that's what we're doing, as opposed to when we're responding. We're responding from a rational, logical, evolved, beautiful, intelligent human brain (laughs) that's able to hold space for any emotion and still consider the other person in the interaction as well as our both short and long-term goals. And as you can imagine, this transforms our communication with everyone around us as well as ourselves. We can always respond when we're able to slow down and be aware of our triggers that cause us to react. Martha Beck terms this lack or attack kind of fear. And she basically says there's only two types of fear that trigger our primitive brains. Either lack, we're not good enough, we're not doing enough, there's not enough of a resource, and it's basically all the scarcity, right? And that compare and despair is part of that too. Like, they they can do it better, I don't have enough skill, I don't have enough resources, I don't have enough talent. Right. So then we're basically relegating our authority or the attack where we feel like we're being physically attacked. And that could mean danger. Right. Danger or death. And then our brain comes out swinging. We're either feeling less than or not enough, which is fake news and a story that our brain's offering us, which we often take the bait and come out swinging or we're feeling scared and attacked, which is also fake news. And obviously, I'm not talking about actual physical danger where we're reacting to an actual physical threat and we're responding to save our lives. I'm talking about a verbal assault or a more subtle emotional attack where we feel triggered and we react from our emotional world. When we can see and understand why and how we're reacting, we can change course and choose how we want to respond from who we are and who we want to be instead of reacting without any logical or rational higher brain function being involved. And you can compare this to how an adult would respond to a situation, one who has done some growth work because there are adults out there that just react through their entire lives versus how a three to five-year-old would react if you took their candy away. If you take an adult's candy away, they probably can calm down and rationally be like, hey, what's going on? Why'd you do that? Versus a three to five-year-old who is just maybe going to throw a fit or start crying or start yelling and screaming. And that kind of shows you the difference between reacting and responding. As a grown adult, you always have the opportunity to respond. And I would consider this our responsibility, our ability to respond. And that's also how we take our power back and our control back in any given situation. What it looks like in action is first, we usually notice that we reacted in hindsight, right? So he called me stupid, so I called him an idiot. Or she wrote a rude rude review about me, so I spent all weekend thinking about how she was wrong and she's a bad person and I don't want her as a patient. And then I also spend the time internally beating myself up and wondering why I even work to help other people when this is the thanks I get. Maybe this resonates with you. Then, so we're, we're noticing it in hindsight and then we're kind of saying, oh, I could have responded differently to that and the outcome may have been a little bit different. My life would have been more pleasant. It wouldn't have been as stressful. And then after we've been practicing slowing down and creating awareness, we'll be able to create space and be able to notice our reactions as they're happening and shift them. And this happened a lot with my husband <laughs> because I would either just let him talk and go off on whatever subject. And I wouldn't defend myself or I wouldn't really engage. I'd just kind of allow that space to be there and then decide, like, do I want To come back out swinging, do I want to engage in this or do I just wanna let him talk and actually choose to hear him or choose to walk away or choose to do whatever? Dependent on my mood, but it created that space so I could notice when I was feeling physically triggered in my body to want to react. And then the last stage, is that we'll notice before a situation happens, which may be volatile, and we'll be able to plan ahead for how we want to show up. Like there's a doctor's appointment where we're nervous we may get a new diagnosis. Maybe there's a court case with our ex-spouse over custody issues or an administrative review at work where we tend to get a little worried and anxious and sometimes we get more defensive than normal. We can decide how we want to show up, how we want to support ourselves, and how we want to respond to anything that comes up. This, my friends, is the process of reclaiming our brains. We slow down, we create awareness, which then creates space so we can learn and grow. We also accept, love, and support ourselves as we grow. And we ultimately allow our perspective to serve us instead of being a victim to it, where we're always reacting and then regretting or wondering what the heck happened in the first place. So I want you this week to see where you could slow down, be aware of what's happening in that noggin of yours when you're feeling triggered to react, and then decide how you want to respond from feeling safe, loving, and loved, and in control of your portion of any interaction. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you this week. Take it out, apply it in the real world. If you want to take this work deeper, I want to invite you to email me at info at to set up your free consultation where we can talk about going from stressed to success over my 12-week program, and I will personalize it for you, any situation that's happening in your life, any scenario, any place where you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or struggling, and you want to instead show up calmly with confidence, be able to focus, and be able to thrive. I'm here for you email me, reach out, let's connect. All right, y'all have a fantastic week and I will talk to you in next week. Thank you for listening today. If you love what you're hearing, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want more inspiration and stress solutions to feel better and live joyfully, click the link in the show notes to join my email list to get joy delivered straight to your inbox. It is never too late to reclaim your brain and thrive in your life.